Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. We continue to watch things play out in Ukraine and Russia. The U.S., of course, is considering additional sanctions against Russia. At the same time, the president's got his eye on rising gas prices and how that's going to impact the American people. Also, there is great concern over how Europe will be able to react and move forward. Uh, That uh, has to be factored in in terms of their ability uh, to deal with some of these sanctions and also with oil and gas. Uh, Senator Mitt Romney spoke to the Salt Lake Chamber uh, about all of this, uh, plus some really interesting insight in terms of China uh, and how China is viewing this situation, which I think is going a little under the radar right now. And uh, so we want to share with you some of the things that uh, Senator Romney shared with the Salt Lake Chamber yesterday. Uh, He said that the sanctions on Russia won't last if the energy prices continue to rise and the U.S. needs uh, has got to figure out a better energy policy. These sanctions are going to be hard to keep in place if people start seeing prices at the pump go up and up and up. If Europeans are are freezing in their homes, I mean, um, we're going to get weak knees uh, globally, uh, you know, unless we can provide uh, the energy that people need to get to work, to heat their homes. Uh, and and to have jobs. So, yeah, the the right answer is for the president to say, uh, uh, you know, following Elon Musk, drill, baby, drill. All right. Drill gets get more wells. Uh, If we haven't got uh, heavy uh, crude uh, available uh, in in places that we want it, drill and, you know, in in the high Uintas and get or in the Uintas, you know, get the Get the crude, get the uh, the rail line out to price, so we can get this into the into the uh, Gulf where they could be it could be refined. I mean, these these are the kinds of things that President ought to be saying. I, I thought his his speech, his uh, uh, State of the Union speech, was uh, sorely lacking in saying, "Hey, the world has changed in just the last few days, given given Russia's invasion, and uh, and so here are the things we're going to have to do differently." And energy would be one of those where a, a very robust American. Uh, energy policy uh, should have been announced. And and I think it's just the enviros, uh, these elite environmentalists uh, that make their living off of getting contributions uh, are, are, uh, are keeping the, the Democrat leadership from doing what they know they really ought to be doing, which is getting oil from the U.S. and not getting oil from uh, our, our most uh, awful adversaries. It's really important insight there from Senator Romney. One of the things that I appreciate from his business background is his recognition that when things change, you have to change and you have to adapt and adjust. And those who have worked in government forever uh, are very comfortable with the very slow pace of change, incremental change here and there. And we don't want to really upset anything too significantly. But Mitt Romney is saying, Look, everything changed, and so we should reassess everything. That, that's how you have to do it as a leader of a business. 
leaders in government often hide behind, well, we've got to pass this spending, and we've got to do this, and this will take a couple of weeks. Uh, and it just doesn't function that way. I think it's been one of the real challenges of the Biden administration has been their ability to take in new information, process it, reassess it, create a new strategy, roll it out with a communication strategy, and execute it. Uh, they've really struggled at that. Uh, and I agree with Senator Romney that that was the most disappointing part uh, of the president's State of the Union, was there was no vision in terms of, okay, the world changed, we got to change, and here's what we're going to do. Now, Senator Romney went on to say the administration is considering other sanctions, uh, but is obviously worried about the European blowback since they will they will feel the impact of this greatest and have the least ability to change course. There are additional sanctions being considered. The, the biggest is whether our decision to uh, uh, not import oil from Russia will be picked up by other nations. I think it's pretty clear that this administration has told our European friends, you don't need to follow us uh, on that. We're not going to push you to follow us on that. You can do what you think is in your interest. We, we don't want there to be such, uh, such an economic blowback in, in Europe that their willingness to stand by the sanctions weakens. So uh, we're letting them make their own assessments. But that's, that, of course, was the big one. And, uh, uh, and, and, of course, there are additional individuals that are being considered, additional companies, and then so-called secondary sanctions, which means sanctions on banks that are uh, allowing Russia to sell oil and gas elsewhere. Uh, those kinds of sanctions would, again, have a, big, have a much bigger impact on Europe than they would on us. Uh, and, and this administration is very concerned that whatever sanctions we have are generally going to be shared by all of us, not just by uh, the U.S., and that's Senator Mitt Romney speaking to the Salt Lake Chamber. And uh, he had some additional comments that are really fascinating about China and China's role in all of this and what we should be watching and what we're just not paying attention to. I'm going to share that with you coming up at 2.05 as we kick off hour number two and do a little bit of a reset in terms of what's happening. Pentagon briefing is going on as we speak. And so we'll continue to monitor and check that out as well. Uh, but I also thought it was interesting in, uh, in Senator Romney's remarks that, uh, again, we, we have to have this ability to take in new information and then adjust. Uh, and it just seems to be the, the one point where the administration, again, regardless of how you feel about all of their policies, just from a process standpoint, I'm looking at this solely through the lens of leadership in the midst of chaos. And it goes back, we often refer to it as the OODA loop, that ability to observe orient, decide, and act. And the administration hasn't found their footing on that. And we seem to be a little bit slow. we got to get quicker. All right, that wraps up hour number one of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. We'll step aside for top of the hour news. More to come, hour number two. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. Live breaking news now on the mobile app for KSL News Radio. Sponsored by Any Hour Services. Listen at home or anywhere you go. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. This is Utah's news station. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, 
we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.